Welcome to episode 173 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my host, Warren Sklar, is back. How are you doing, Warren? Well, it's a record. What is this, two weeks in a row almost? So, yeah. And then it'll be two weeks off. <laughs> Just, uh, I'll, I'll be off for two weeks, but you've got to pace yourself. Now, so i yeah. got to pace myself. Yeah, there's, you know, I... I, I made it from upstairs to downstairs, and that's my goal well, today. You're, 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 out, you're out of the cave. You're out of the cave. <laughs> uh, those other voices here, we uh, back onto the show is uh, uh, Patrice Brindamore. How you doing, Patrice? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing very good. Like, I'm, I don't know, is this the third show with Jeff third? this week, the, I think? The, it is it third? Um, third? Oh, yeah, do you have the big show? Do you have a big show today? One more tomorrow. Tomorrow, exactly. only three. So, big podcasting week for me. Um yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm glad I could do this. Like it's, no, it's a rare, super, rare occasion. Su- super excited you're here. Really appreciate it. And uh, of course, the other voice, Mr. Jeff Gamet's back. How you doing, Jeff? I'm I'm doing well, and uh, it's awesome to get to hang out with all of you. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we are on the uh, on the tales of the Apple event that's going to be on uh, the next Monday. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably going to be more Mac focused uh, than than any other devices we talk about here. But hey, it's still an announcement. I'm still taking the day off. I'm still going to be podcasting. So it's uh, it's oh, it's always exciting to find out yeah. what uh, Apple is going to say about talk about next. Don't you think? You think they're going to do a Max? Like, not, not iPhone yeah. socks or something like that? <laughs> it could be socks. Yeah. Oh, we can yeah. live in hope. We can only we hope. Can, yeah. we can only, or maybe, maybe an f- iPod Hi-Fi. My, oh, my, my, yes. cozies, my feet have been cold. So. Uh, Warren's itching for a Mac. We know <laughs> that. Warren's um. always itching for a Mac until the end of time. I'll never be satisfied. That's true. So, um, but got some news, got some uh, beta to, to talk about. We got some all kinds of fun stuff, a few tips. That's what we're here for. Have some fun, talk about Apple and uh, whatever else comes to mind this week. Um, first off, I was actually uh, thinking about this just as I was the show was starting, and my AirPods Pro were starting to crack a little bit here. Apple it, it is uh, quietly extended the AirPods Pro repair program that addresses crackling and static, and I was just having a little bit of crackling here. I'm wondering if mine are experiencing that. Uh, this was back in October of 2020. Uh, Apple did introduce a service program to address that. Uh, it was causing them to experience static, cracking noises, or active noise cancellation problems, and they said they would cover the AirPods Pro for two years after the sale of the which is good because my warranty's long expired at this point um, <laughs> since I bought them when they first came out. Um, quietly, they extended their program, uh, and there's another uh, accompanying support document, and this is Mac Rumors' article. Um, and so I'll be covered until it looks like the AirPods will be covered until 2022, which is a good good thing. Um, I just started hearing it, so I'm wondering if they're okay right now, but uh, I, I might, you know, might, I might have them checked out. I might be checking them out here. So, uh, uh, I Jeff, you have, do you have a pair of AirPods? Do you, do you use those? Yeah, um, yeah, I have AirPods Pro, and mine are not crackling, but yeah. you can bet I'm going to be paying super close attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm on my third pair. The, wow. The the, wow. the original ones they had battery issues then they replaced them with like a pair. They had one had a crackling issue and the second one had like was completely like wasn't even crackling the the active noise cancellation was completely broken. So they wow. replaced it with a third one. They're actually working right now. So mm. <laughs> like fingers crossed. I uh, I haven't noticed any crackling issues but um no. I could be my brain, you know, maybe I did hear it and I wasn't sure it was, you know, you know, who knows, but like Jeff, I will pay closer attention now. Cause Hey, yeah. you know, usually they're not going to go in and fix them. They're just going to give you a new pair. Yeah. So um, I'm good. Yeah. For them yeah. if, you know, maybe I'll tell them if they're crackling, even when they're not, cause like if it's intermittent, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. Well, they, they do have some kind. I know from from the last time. I, they do have some kind of tests they they can run. Do they? Yeah. Is, so, but is they it? Can, yeah. I mean, the question is if it happens constantly or if not, mm-hmm. and if it's at certain volumes, different heavy. I know like other headphones and speakers. You know, heavy bass will do things like that, and mm-hmm. you know, it depends on what you're listening to. But 
Yeah, no, I, no. So far, I'm very happy with my AirPods. No, uh, I haven't had any issues, and the, the new features are kind of neat. That's that they they're are. doing too. So yeah, mm-hmm. I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised when the update, and then I watched uh, the the morning show and Ted Lasso, and uh, um, going like moving my head around from side to side. I was like, oh, where am I? Where am I? Because you know, given that spatial audio, it's like <laughs> holy cow! Mm-hmm. It was it was it was pretty awesome. So. Uh, They've, they really haven't done some good enhancements on it. But, you know, it's, they're not for everybody. I know some people say, hey, don't fit my ears. They're, they're horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, then move on. There, there are plenty of other uh, earphone uh, uh, devices that you could uh, you could get, and they might work for you. So. I think I got but, the memory foam tips when I first... Yeah, I do, that's what I'm using on mine. I have I found this... It was a Chinese company that was making them. Yeah, it was like bucks, I've been 10 in, bucks. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I've, I've left them in there... Uh, which indicates that I like them enough to not take them out. So, um, yeah. So, so if the tips don't work for you, those those work well. The tips so, not pay. working is a pretty common issue. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm using SpinFit tips on mine mm-hmm. because that the Apple ear tips they just kind of start walking out of my ears. Yeah. They're squash, squishy, did they squashy. Have, did I have the hook? The ones that you have? No, those? they. They they actually look a lot like what Apple makes. Don't open the case; it's going to mess everything up. Okay, those mm-hmm. are cool. Yeah. Those yeah. are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they come just... in a bunch of different sizes. Okay. Yep. Yep. There, there's, there's there's tons of uh, aftermarket. So let, then, let, uh, let me ju- yeah, let me just stress: Monday. this is the AirPods Pro that this is covering, not the AirPods. So if it's crack, if your AirPods are crackling, no, it's not covered unless you have yeah, a yeah, That's a separate and, issue. <laughs> And then we'll yeah. see Monday if there's a new pair of AirPods. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Yeah, we'll yeah. We'll, uh, let's uh, let's talk about what we think of the events uh, here in the topics oh. in just a bit here. Um, next story here. Uh, there was rumor here. This was on Mac Rumors, of course. Uh, uh, Apple to cut iPhone production goals by as many as 10 million units due to chip shortages. Ongoing chip shortages faced by the tech industry are affecting production of the iPhone 13 models, according to a report in Bloomberg. Uh, Apple is expected to cut the 2021 iPhone 13 production as many as 10 million units because of the shortages. In the Mm -hmm. final three months of the year, Apple was planning to produce 90 million iPhone 13 miles. That's just just blows my mind. Uh, (laughs) But Apple's um, manufacturing partners have been informed that the totals will be lower because Broadcom and Texas Instruments are unable to deliver enough components. So... uh, I I would say this is a very much of a possibility. Again, there's rumor, and you know the, the, they're questioning whether or not this is a poss- This is the, in fact the case. I mean, there's chip shortages everywhere. We look in the, in the mm-hmm. automotive industry; can't deliver cars. I mean, there's so this could definitely be something valid. Valid. What do you think, Patrice? I mean, it's not just chip shortages. I mean, there have been power cuts in in China quite a bit mm. um, because they had production issues there. So it's. I mean, there's the entire supply chain is is like so messed up. Like, even if even if a factory can produce enough chips, they can't get it to the places because like all the all the container ships and so on are are fully booked or are like like look at like there was a story mm. somewhere about the the ports in the U.S. that are like yeah. basically Long, Long Beach and Los Angeles. Yeah, they're <laughs> switching to twenty four seven work because like they just can't keep up with with the demand stuff like that. So it's 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 just an entire supply chain thing. So I mean, ten million units not that much viable. I mean, yeah. you said ninety million. Like, so they're going to produce eighty instead of ninety. Big deal. I mean, some people might not yeah. get what they wanted for Christmas, but that's not happens this. every year. Someone doesn't get what they want. <laughs> this true. is true. Charlie Brown gets rocks. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. The rocks in his in his stocking. Yeah. Jeff, any thoughts on that? Uh, I expect that we will see reports about how the iPhone 13 is failing because Apple had to scale back production. Doomed! Yes, yeah. Nobody's buying them. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the reality is that Apple has to deal with the same uh, component shortages that everyone else has to deal with. Yeah, yeah. And it's true. I mean, probably to a, lesser, just to a lesser degree, because one, Apple is has pretty close relationships with a lot of manufacturers and is paying really well for that. So I think, I mean, that's why we haven't seen, like others haven't been able to produce anything at all. And Apple has been 
remarkably unaffected so far or has managed it at least in a way that we haven't noticed really i mean there was there was the apple watch that was pushed pushed back a little bit uh but it didn't turn i mean it it actually turned out to be what was it two weeks so it wasn't that much so, no yeah. no yeah, it really wasn't when they introduced the phone from uh the time frame when they introduced the iphone to the watches i guess right so mm-hmm. they, yeah it's been about two three weeks yeah yeah, I lost yeah. track. Apple, but I, Apple you know, Watch pre- in stores tomorrow. Is that right? They're, they're actually in hand uh, in New Zealand and Australia already. So yeah, they'll um, be in my hand tomorrow. They'll be in hand his hand. <laughs> yes. But uh, anyways, as Patrice said, um, to the the, the um, cargo ship um, issue is, I think, on top of that, I saw something on the news tonight that's they're saying everything's in their clothes, electronics, phones. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might be... There might be, you know, 10 million iPhones sitting off the coast of California right now as we speak. And it has to do with the truckers. There's not enough truckers to get the mm-hmm. the, 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 um, the items to where they're going. So it, it's it's a whole thing. And, you know, I, I listened a lot about it and they were talking about how this is a it's like an on-demand economy kind of thing where you order, you know, rather than bring more stuff over than you're supposed to, you know, to prepare it's more like you know they ship as needed, and it's been working fine until the pandemic. And uh, you know now now we got these kind of things where nobody wants to work, and uh, and they're, they're, you know the I guess the chip shortages are also due to what are they due to? Uh, I guess they had some COVID issues here and there, so they had to close down the factories. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, Increased think- demand is a big is a big part of Increased that. Demand. So I haven't heard that it's like a natural natural resource issue as far as like you know mm-hmm. getting the uh, the cobalt or whatever they're using for the the parts. But yeah, I, it's it's crazy. Order now. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, let's uh, go ahead and run. Uh, this story was actually interesting. This is an Engadget. Uh, Google will stop trying to make its iOS apps look like Android apps. We talked about this earlier this week. Uh, Google says it will phase out its material design interface elements within the iOS apps in favor of Apple's own UI kit. Uh, the, the company's iOS design chief announced the, the change on a Twitter thread, and it was spotted by The Verge, and they found this. Um, uh, uh, Patrice, you being the programmer that you are, the developer, uh, what what is material design, and why why, why would uh, why would Google decide to abandon this? I mean, material design is basically it's the design that you know. I mean, that that you're seeing right now, since we're using Google Sheets for the show notes, mm-hmm. um, or like all the Google apps are using. It's like the where the plus button to create something is in the bottom right. It's like it, it's it's a very iconic design. It's actually a very good design. But mm-hmm. the problem is that, I mean, from a development perspective, like many big companies, Google spent a crazy amount of time try making, trying to make iOS look like Android because they sure. wanted to have the same, the same design across all their apps, um, which, I mean, I can understand from like a, let's say, usable UX perspective to say, well, I'm, I want my, my own brand language to, to come across. But it's, I mean, how many people actually switch between those apps? Very few. Like, who switches from, like, from, I don't know, uses Gmail on iOS and on Android? Very no. few people. Most people use one thing and expect it to work. And the big problem that Google had, I mean, aside from, like, investing a lot of time and wasting a lot of time on it, is... That whenever Apple changed something a lot, a lot of times Apple is very smart at like introducing something and making it very easy for developers to switch to it, or even automatic, where it's like they introduce a new feature or something in the background. And if you're following or mostly following what, what Apple is recommending, then it just works out of the box. It's like I don't know, there's a like with with um with Catalyst, there's a checkbox, you check it, and for the most part, you're done. And Google couldn't do that because they have so much custom code that they had to basically redo everything. And that's why like, it took Google forever to do like multi-window support on, on iPad OS and so on. Like, it, sometimes it took him years. It was like people were joking about it. It's like, when, when is gonna, when, when, when it, like, how long is it going to take Google to it? to do something that Apple introduced in iOS 12. 
and it's usually two to three years. And yeah, that, that's why they're doing this. Pe people don't care. People don't like. People don't care that it's Google design. They get confused by it sometimes. Even. So let's yeah, not do crazy. it. Let's not waste crazy. time on it. Any any thoughts on that, Jeff? Um, I think Patrice's wrap up of this was spot on. Yeah. I think another aspect of this is that uh, Google's looking at how how many resources they have to pump into mm -hmm. hand coding an interface where it's been given to them for free. So yeah. they'll be able to save a lot of money in uh, uh, in man hours and um, just overall development by adopting the tool or the interface elements that Apple has put there mm -hmm. for developers. Yeah. And I mean, don't forget, it, it, it's probably not Google's main platform. I mean, at this point, I mean, that's Android, both on developing Android, but also the Google apps on Android. So I mean, Google doesn't want to spend too much time on a competitor's platform. Simple as that. Yeah, that's true. Any thoughts, Warren? No, I'll hold uh, judgment until I see what the new Google apps look like. And we'll go from there. But yeah. um, I, I think probably they want to make it more natural to iPhone users. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, that that's a good thing for them. Because, I mean, a lot of things are still, you know, Google-based uh, in uh, iPhone, right? The default search is still going to Google. Mm -hmm. And the... Um, Something else I thought that was going to Google, but maybe not the... Uh, no, it's only uh, search. No, it used to be what the weather channel used to go. The weather used to go to somewhere else. And then Siri used to go to Wolfman Alpha. But um, yeah. And, and so, Maps at some point. And Maps was, yeah, uh, before yeah. they kind of did their own thing. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, the more, the more, I think the more Google could just feel like it's integrated into an iPhone, the happier they'll be. So, um, so people will just, you know, start using it without really even noticing they're using it. Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, another thing I just thought of, maybe Google has decided to take a page from Microsoft's playbook because Microsoft invests a lot of money in, in creating quality tools for the Mac, mm -hmm. even though that's a direct competitor. And, uh, and they decided that it's more important to be everywhere than to have everyone just on Windows. Mm -hmm. And maybe Google, Google is looking at their tools in the same way. You know, just make them appealing everywhere as opposed to just on Android. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. It's definitely going to be interesting. Um, and Google really has to know, you know, iOS is a dominant uh, operating system at this point in time here and uh, need to and stick stay up with it that's for sure mm -hmm. so um next story here uh my favorite uh, app before everybody thought it was it got sherlocked is uh, luna display uh this is a nine to five mac a luna display can now turn your ipad into a secondary display for a windows pc now mm -hmm. we get too excited about that here but you know there are plenty of windows uh, users out there that that have been always kind of jealous that we can always now we can use uh, iPads as second sc screens on Macs, uh, whether mm -hmm. it be through Sidecar or uh, through Luna Display. I mean, amazing that this this little adapter right here I'm showing on camera is the is is the Luna Display connection uh, that allows it to to be able to easily uh, hook, hook over it and including the Luna display, the second display you can use for another, like I have that software installed on my Mac, my, my Mac mini that can extend, uh, extend as well. But uh, this version 5.0 was released uh, this, this week and you now can use your iPad as a second display uh, on your PC and they've, they re-architect the app. So it supports both PCs and Macs with uh and, and then adding uh, a new luna display hdmi unit so they've, they've, they're really looking to expand on, um, on 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 a lot of this stuff here and uh i'm i'm i'm, I'm excited to see that and we're seeing this all the time and we've, we've talked about one password and then and going electron and a lot of these other app developers are going to a universal type of platform well here we are with luna, luna display too uh Warren, what do you think 
Yeah, you um, you convinced me to get it. Remember, so I got the Lunar Display uh, a, a year yeah. or so ago, and yeah. then that was before Sidecar came out. Um, but yeah, I was uh, I, they started playing with the Windows um, thing a while ago, about a year ago, called Project right. Blue, and Project Blue was basically the the Windows version, and I did play with it for a while during the betas. And the iPad, you know, it does more than Sidecar does because um, you can use Luna uh, will allow you to use pen input on the iPad uh, when it's the second display. It will allow you to, you could actually drive it from the i, you know, from the iPad too, which you can't do with Sidecar. Um, but um, you know, obviously this week when uh, the uh, the new version came out, I installed it. But I have a Surface, uh, I have a Surface Studio laptop, which I got, you know fairly cheap and i like so i put it on there um had a little problems here and there but yeah but but in any case <laughs> you could also use um you could also use a mac as a second display you uh, with windows that's um yeah that, there's a mac app too so i yeah. had uh Luna secondary yep yeah. yeah, i had my windows laptop and my mac uh error and i was uh you know switching back and forth and it was good um I'm a little bummed out that that happened. I sold my iPad Pro for an iPad Mini because now it's a tiny second screen, but uh, I'll survive. <laughs> I will survive. Oh. Yeah, so, I, just, I have to laugh at you, Warren. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, I'm still happy with my purchase, so we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Patrice, do you yeah. have you used your iPad as a, as a secondary device? Um, I've used it for, I mean, I've, I've used sidecar, sidecar here and there. Um, yeah, I mean... Luna Display makes a lot of sense, especially given that, I mean, if you look at the numbers, like how many iPads have been sold and how many Macs are in use, we know that more there are a lot of iPads in households that that still use PCs probably. So, I mean, it makes sense for them to to do something like that. Like, go where the people are. And if, if someone is using a Windows PC for whatever reason... Uh, because huh? I like it more, doesn't matter. Like you can still use an iPad. Like, why not? Oh, everybody's so excited about Windows 11. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a quality operating system. But you know, a lot of people. Um, um, Luna made a whole big blog um, about being um, Sherlock and you know how it, how they were going to get through it. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and like the guy, like kept going, and uh, you know, you know, and here he basically, is. Yeah, he's yeah. still there. I don't, you know. If you have a Mac and an iPad, uh, you know, Sidecar is going to be free and I mm-hmm. would do that. But if you have a Windows computer and want to play around with it, then it, it, it works. It works fine. And uh, yeah. I think it's on sale now. They they have a 30% off if you buy the, the adapter yep. right now. So. Nice. Jeff, 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 any thoughts on the Luna display? Have you used it before? I have the Luna display. I, I even okay. had one of the the prototypes. Okay. And nice. so that's that's stashed away somewhere because you know yeah. it's kind of cool because it's nostalgia. It's nostalgia, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, uh, I I use Luna Display not as often as I used to because Sidecar. Uh, but I I look at Luna Display in the same way that I look at tools like One Password and Text Expander, where there's something built into the system that does that thing, but. For people that want more than what Apple gave you, which is just the basic, then you go to third parties. And uh-huh. uh, and Luna Display totally fits into that category. So if I'm doing something where I really need more out of my iPad as a second display than I can get from Sidecar, uh, then I just pop in the, the, the Luna Display adapter. And uh, And one of the things that I like about it on top of all that is the fact that uh, it registers as a display. So your Mac will feed it video that's coming from the, the uh, high-powered video card. Yep. Right. Nice. Great. Yep. So, so yeah, I, I figured this is what was going to happen, that they, they uh, go in on Windows. They have to. I mean... Mm-hmm. All these other Mac centric developers are doing it, so it's okay. Windows eleven Sherlock Sam too at some point, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll I see. Mean, with it with a tool like that, you kind of have to expect that. 
Yeah. If yeah, it's well, at all useful, because it's very easy for a manufacturer to put that into into the operating system. Yeah, and there's other. I mean, there's Duet Display and a few mm-hmm. others Duet. that don't no. that don't require no, right? the actual. Uh, there's yeah. another one, a few other ones, Splash Top. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it doesn't really, you know, require the adapter, but the adapter is what gives you the hardware acceleration for the. I mean, basically, it's a wireless mm-hmm. HDMI adapter, more or less. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's good. Um, you know, just. The Sherlocking is just a whole crazy thing. Like the the Windows 11 is about to get the Android App Store, um, <laughs> for for and you know the BlueStacks is going to be Sherlock because that's what they do. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Yep. All right. Uh, next story. I'm sad. Ted Lasso is now done. The season finale mm-hmm. was last week. I so. Finished. Did, mm-hmm. You did finish. Good. Very sad. Uh, very sad. But it'll, it'll be back for season three. I mm-hmm. can't wait. And uh, be Me about too. a year from now. But. Uh, but we can go back and rewatch the shows because that's how I always do with the last mm-hmm. and just like just get, get smile all over again watching each each episode. Um, but uh, uh, John Stewart, he came back um, and he's got a show on Apple TV Plus that premiered uh, a couple weeks ago. It's called The Problem mm-hmm. with John Stewart. It took the top spot as Apple's most viewed unscripted series, um, and uh, mm-hmm. and John Stewart's new series is now. Like I said, it, it even it even uh, surpassed the Oprah conversation. And of course, Oprah, you know, she's going to get <laughs> yeah, mass ratings say, here. Isn't this the only unscripted series Apple has? But I guess mm, not. No, no, they have they have a bunch of others. They have few others. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, every episode, like the like the Daily Show fame, where he's from, uh, he he sat down with some guests and discussed a single issue. It was an interesting interesting format. Mm-hmm. And and reason I just wanted to bring this up because it's an Apple TV Plus, and just I'm just seeing more and more of the content on Apple TV Plus. Yeah. Just excites me. It really does. Yeah. Um, and it was a great it was a great episode that they you know he talked about uh, the problem with war with uh, war veterans and health issues and uh, mm-hmm. and how how badly the veterans are taking 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 advantage and not taking care of and health and all that and mm-hmm. so i mean john stewart always has had uh, uh some great stuff not everybody likes him but i think it was i enjoyed it so i can't wait till the next episode i believe is going to be out as we record this uh, this week so mm-hmm. what do you think patrice i mean the, the apple is definitely stepping up their game i mean yeah. apple tv plus wise i've i've looked at i mean not just what what apple announced during the, the last uh, last apple event where they they showed like what's coming up in the fall right. and that was like not every show is for me for sure because i mean people have different preferences but a lot of them looked very exciting and is every single one of them going to be awesome? Probably not. Like, you know, there, there's right. always like some shows look great and then they turn out to be not so great. But so far, Apple has had a pretty good catalog. They really have. Like, it's not just not just the top things like Ted Lasso and the morning show and, and so on. Uh, Dickinson was like a surprising, like surprising one for me. There's so many good shows. Like it's, it, it's becoming more and more an issue of discovering all of them. I mean, I have not watched the problem with John Stewart because while I saw the trailer, I completely forgot about it because there's so much content right now that it's hard to, to keep track of it. Yeah, for sure. Jeff, any thoughts on, uh, on Apple TV Plus? Well, uh, Patrice, you said Apple's stepping up their game. Mm-hmm. And... I don't think that's exactly accurate. I think Apple's no. been playing a long game oh, yeah. and a very calculated game. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not that they're really stepping it up. I I think this is just part of the natural progression, and and it's and what we're seeing is that they have some shows mm-hmm. that are performing even better than expected. Yeah. Apple doesn't want to have duds. Yeah. I mean, you're right. It's not. It's not really stepping up, but they have. Let's let's phrase it that way. They've had a pretty good, like, a pretty good radar for good shows. Yes. Well, they I mean, hired sure. the right people to make that happen. Exactly. Yeah, and 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 have the right contracts and right money and all of it. Like they they've had very few duds. I mean, there's one here and there, but most shows are pretty decent. And if you look at, at Netflix or, or a lot of the other platforms, that's not the norm. No, they're, they're pumping out volume, mm-hmm. knowing that they will have some things that are hits. Mm-hmm. Whereas Apple is looking just for the hits. 
Yeah, and I mean that's pretty hard because I mean uh, I think on on fake doctors, real friends, um, Zach Braff talked about that recently. That especially as an actor, but even like even if you're producing, you produce something and you have no idea if it's like even if you're totally 100% convinced this is like gonna be the best show ever, you have no idea if it's gonna work. Like yeah. it, it might be the best show ever that you've ever produced and the best budget and everything. And it completely flops because like wrong timing or yeah, something just didn't, didn't click. Mm-hmm. So Apple, I don't know how they're doing it. As you said, right people, but yeah, they've been pretty good so far. So far. Yeah. And I think they've had a little bit of luck with timing, like mm-hmm. uh, Ted Lasso season yeah. one. Yeah. There's no way that they could have had better timing than they did. Yes. And that was out of their control. Right. Yeah. It's true. The world needed it. Yes. Yeah. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. So Apple TV Plus keeps going on. We're going to be more excited as more stuff comes out on, on, on the platform and uh, we'll be talking about it. Um, last story. This is an Apple Insider. A How an AirTag owner used it to fi- find their stolen vehicle. Um, AirTag, an Apple AirTag. What's that? Isn't that what it's for? I mean, exactly. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's, 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 it's supposed to be like cars, right? Or keys, I mean, but not really a car. Anything, but right? yeah, oh, you I, could. I, I have a- one Apple, car. Apple actually says that it's not supposed to be used to find stolen anything. So. Right. Well, well, yeah. well in this they, case, don't want you, they don't want you putting it on other people's stuff. And I read, yeah, I read some of the the comments of how the person who stole the car didn't realize the tag was there. They had forgotten, it's supposed, yeah. So it's supposed to alert you or something like that. And they, and they even say, yeah, the the, the air tag owner who uh, uh, had their car stolen had, was able to retrieve it despite the alleged thief finding and ditching the air tag. They, they might have they found it, right. supposedly. Uh, and you know, it goes through and talks about how he was how his found his uh, car was gone. Actually, this was in Chicago, believe it or not. I'm reading this article <laughs> here, so uh, what did so, you do? Uh, <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. But uh, once uh, once Stick the air tag was marked story. lost. Yeah, once that one is marked lost. Once it was marked as lost, uh, the, he mm-hmm. received a, a notification that it had been found in a Chicago suburb about ten minutes later. He called the police and explained the situation. When their officers arrived, they didn't find the vehicle. It was in a Walmart parking lot uh, that the air tag had been a, had been located in. So he searched for the air tag was and it was underneath a parked car. So obviously they ditched it. So he waited a while. It, you know, they gave up hope just about uh, they, and, and just before he left on however the, the, he saw the stolen car turn back into the parking lot. <laughs> so. Uh, and and he, he says they would not have found that car if it wasn't for that. So there was kind of a, eh, it kind of got him where he was. So it, it put him in a place where the car ended up uh, being, and uh, he was able to track it back later. So, so it, it yeah. was instrumental in finding the car, but it was yeah. not uh, the sole tool used. No, no, but it helped. Just like the, the other article they mentioned too is about uh, uh, they had uh, able were able to co- recover a swipes electric scooter that had a pair of mm-hmm. well hidden air tags. So no, nope, the air tags are I've coming through a lot, a lot, a lot of ways. And one of the one of the things that I'm, I'm getting used to with iOS 15 is, um, and I think you probably can disable it. Is anytime I walk away from my device, whether it be a keys or my backpack, mm-hmm. you get the find my notification. Hey, you're, <laughs> you you left your device here. And I get scared. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, that's where I am. I just walked yeah. away because I had to go into the store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. I mean, you can disable that into, like, yeah. entirely. You can also tell it to not notify it if it, you know, if it's at home, for example, yeah. or at a certain location. Doesn't really matter. Right. Yeah, but this time so, I was like I was at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I was at the park. Mm-hmm. I walked away from it from wherever. So yeah, mm-hmm. but no, I'm I'm not complaining. It's that's a great mm-hmm. way of making you think about the the whatever yeah. your the, what device the tag is uh, is attached to. I have them. I was I have just them, I have them on my dogs. You know, we and his dogs. We've me, talked about that. <laughs> it tells me it tells me about it, mm-hmm. and I get sad that I'm leaving my dogs alone. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just traveling with with them for the first time. Um, you know, travel, the thing that, that we haven't oh, been yeah, doing that for thing. a while. <laughs> that thing. Um, that and it was, it was super helpful. I mean, one, you knew where your stuff was. Like I, I put it like on my, in my purse and then my, on my keys and in my, uh, like my suitcase at one. Um, 
And at the airport, it like one thing I didn't didn't really expect, but where it was helpful was like the the baggage claim. Yeah, because I, I mean, you always have that problem where it's like, like which one is mine? And I mean, you might be able to recognize it, but I just took out my phone. I was like, oh, it's this one. Like it's just coming up. You knew, like you even knew that it like the was like, <laughs> I could tell that the, my, my luggage was with me because like even on the plane it was still registering it. Mm-hmm. Like not in the air because like airplane modes, no but yeah. like when I, when it first came out, I did it too, and I was traveling with my wife and. You know, I'm telling my wife, like, it's, you know, look, look, the luggage, you know, it's, it's pointing. My wife is like, just shut up. I don't care. Your wife is so patient and so she is. You, you need to buy her really nice presents. Yes. yes. And, not, and, not, and not Apple tech. She doesn't care. No, but, but, I, but I got her to the iPhone 13 last week and she got keys and she's going all mag safe and she got a puck and all. So I made some nice. progress. Yeah. It's going there you go. Well. Very good. Um, all right. Let's move on to the topics. Uh, this is a hot topic this week. Actually, this was a couple days ago since we recorded as we're recording this. Uh, Apple just fixed a zero day iPhone flaw with iOS 15.0.2. Update now. It's very important mm-hmm. that you up, that you run the updates uh, on iOS. If you're on iOS 15, gosh, you better get on iOS 15.0.2. They came out with a 01, and then 02 came about a little bit a little bit over a week later. Um, and they're they're saying that it was uh, being used to exploit attacks, and it was uh, being used to steal data. You can it could install malware. There's all kinds of stuff that that Apple discovered. This is a uh, this is a security vulnerability that's out there um and uh it does uh, it does cause problems so you got to make sure that you're up to date uh, with ios 15.0.2 but of course many of us are on beta so i guess it doesn't matter for us right uh but it, general word of advice just keep yourself updated yes mm-hmm. yeah especially because when apple rolls out these updates unless they're rolling it out explicitly as a security update where they say hey Yes. This is what we're fixing. You don't know what security patches are included, probably until like a day later. Right. When, mm-hmm. when they roll out their security advisory reports. Yep. yep. Absolutely. So that's our, that's our public services announcement for today. Make sure you're updating to the latest version, please. Um, and then uh, beta. Beta this week. Uh, we are now on beta 4 of 15.1 uh, for both iOS and iPadOS. Uh, they seeded it uh, actually uh, yesterday as we record this. Um, and, of course, you can download. I, bl- I believe the pu- it's probably have already been released a public beta as well, uh, but not mm-hmm. usually delay a yeah, little bit. I didn't see it. Um, it. Did it, it today? today? Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so the um, beta 15.1 actually added beta support for ProRes video capture. I know everybody's very excited to, to be starting to play with that. And I hope you have a, a big sized uh, iPhone 13 Pro, at least 256 gigs, which I do, um, and that you can store those uh, those 10 gigabyte video files that are only two minutes long. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but uh, not by uh, much. Yeah, yeah uh, the, uh, there's also an auto macro toggle mode, which they've added. Uh, so you can turn off the auto auto macro mode if you don't mm-hmm. want to use it, because that was kind of a nuisance. People then work when these are all things that pretty much have been on there as well. Uh, HomePod 15.1 beta is only invite only right now. So you, you, you have to be you know specifically invited mm-hmm. to do that because you really. Yeah. And then some people, I, I would say. It's, avoid a beta on HomePod because you're having enough <laughs> problems already installing the, you know, the, the release version. So, um, Patricia, you, you run betas on all your stuff like Brent Warren does. And, yep. and what, what are you Everywhere. seeing? You've seen some good, you seen some good st- stability on your, on your iPad uh, and your iPhone? Yeah. The iPad right now, I haven't, inst- I, I think I just installed beta four, so I haven't really checked it, but beta three Safari was really <coughs> crashy. Like it was crashing on me a couple of times, like in a yeah. row. So they, they've been doing some changes. I'm going to say in the next 10 days, we're going to see 15.1. It's got to gotta be. Yeah. I mean, especially I mean, with SharePlay. With SharePlay and with, with um, like the, the event next week and probably macOS coming out. Right. It kind That's of true. lines up. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
Warren, you see anything that, that you've been uh, encountering? And on on there, just waiting for universal control, and it's still not. Here. Yeah, you're, I know you've been drooling for that. <laughs> it's mean, still not be, the, Monterey Beta. Yeah, <laughs> I the presentation of it was cool. control. I mean, I just it's going to be the kind of thing where we see it, and it's going to be like, yeah, that's cool, and then yeah. it's going to be like, that. yeah, that was kind of my hair actually. It's yeah. Like, yeah, okay, but I just want to see it. At this I, point. I think but, for me, that's actually going to be a game changer because yes. I'm jump my workflow. I'm jumping between devices all the time, and uh, and to make it work well for me. I actually have to have my iPad at the uh, dining room table. And then I just get up and walk to the other room and use that and then come back to my desk where my Mac is. It, I, I cannot wait for universal control. So you, you're, you should be able to copy and drag files back and forth too, I think. Is it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which will hopefully fix my, uh, my flaky airdrop issues. And I'll be able to sit mm-hmm. in one place. <laughs> Yeah. even longer yeah um, i'm looking forward to, to that more more so than the, the share play kind of stuff but yeah I, I wish apple would fix the flaky iCloud, but that's a separate story <laughs> yeah it, yeah I, it continues on continues on um the uh, other betas uh, not worth much mentioning much uh, watch os 8.1 i don't think mm. there really was much of any exciting changes 8.01 came out uh uh, mm-hmm. along with the, uh, the 14 dot, the 15 dot zero dot two, uh, update. So, so they, they, they fixed the, the, the flaw in the watch and then TVOS. That's uh, probably not even worth mentioning anymore. I probably don't even put in these notes anymore because they really <laughs> don't do anything with TVOS really. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, again, as I always say, if you're not, you're not comfortable running beta, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you you really you should really shouldn't those who are, who are listening I think you smart enough don't don't do it if you unless you really are uh, smart enough to know how to to, to go back and if, and fix it later especially watch especially and if you're really crazy you run everything beta like apps yeah. and operating systems and yeah. stuff like that I'm and not Patrice caution like, to the wind I'm not going to <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it's been hard not doing the watch beta for for what two mm. weeks because I'm pitching. I'm mean, gonna get a new watch tomorrow and mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll put beta on it then. But I can't, you know. But the restore is gonna not go as well from the mm-hmm. current watch to the, the new watch. If you put beta on the new watch, it doesn't really yeah. like it so much. So. Mm-hmm. And um, all right, so Warren, <clears throat> you just got the iPad Mini Six. We've been talking about it for the last few weeks now since it was uh, released, and then yep. you've had it in your hands for over a week now, right? And uh, and uh, I wanted to hear your hear your thoughts of uh, uh, is is it worth uh, getting it as a primary iPad device or are you are you missing your large one? You know, tell us tell us what you think. Um, I'm definitely happy with my decision. I sold the iPad Pro and I got the iPad Mini. Um, so and I had the M1 12.9 inch Pro, and I was gonna you know I said it before I got that because I you know I got it before WWDC and I thought. Maybe they would do a little more in iPad OS than they had done. Um, and I've tried to do the switch. I've tried to do the switch from like not carrying a MacBook and carrying an iPad. And at the end of the day, it, it didn't make sense to me. I, I'm much more comfortable with my, uh, my MacBook Air than carrying around an iPad. So um, I wasn't using it. I wasn't using the iPad. Yeah. Um, so the mini... Um, I've been, you know, wanting a mini like this for a while, and it's great. Um, I'm still trying to get used to, you know, the Touch ID thing because it's in a place where I, I don't, you know, expect it to be. Um, and and you, you have to do a bunch of uh, um, uh, thumbprints on it because there's all sorts of different ways you can touch that button. So uh, I've done that, so that's good. Um, yeah, no complaints. It's on. Uh, it's on beta. It's all. I uh, got my pictures. It looks great. It looks, I mean, I don't particularly see the difference in uh, performance between that and the, the M1 Pro I had, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> so yeah, so far, so good. All right. Uh, Patrice, did you, are you thinking about getting an iPad mini or are you holding off? No, I'm, I'm definitely holding off. I mean, I might get a new iPad Pro next year, like mine. My okay. current, I mean, I have a 2018 iPad 2018. Pro. 2018. Like, That's what I mm-hmm. had before. Yeah. Yeah. And, 
I have some issues with the keyboard now. I have the the keyboard cover, and it's starting yeah. to. I think it's starting to go back to bed or something because oh, it. No. it I, no. iPadOS is telling me that the accessory is not supported. So. Oh jeez. Yeah. That's, that's and then their it accessory. works for a while. <laughs> yeah, and then it works for a while, and then like something is gone. So. Is that the folio cover? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing yeah. I'm looking for. There's not a good selection of iPad Mini keyboards mm-hmm. yet. They're, they exist for previous versions, and I know the keyboard will be small, but it, you know, um, they'll come. Yeah. And there's a few. They'll next, come, you know, yeah. yeah, there's a few yeah. off brands on Amazon that. You know, yeah, uh, they're, they're single detachable type keyboards. They're not like the, uh, the the Magic Keyboard for the Pro. Yeah, um, but they really but come out a bunch. Want, yeah. yeah, for that I would, you know, I for my Pro I got the Logitech one instead of the Magic Keyboard when I had it. Because it was, you know, thinner and made mm-hmm. it less heavy, so I think the mini would need something like that too—something very Microsoft Surface keyboard-like, very flat and very, uh, you know, thin—and basically just use it, you know, here and there as needed. And I don't think they'd be able to put a trackpad on it; it's probably too, too small. But maybe a mm-hmm. side mouse or something would be cool. Yeah, Jeff, and you're still you're still thinking about it. Uh, you know, it's, it's in your, it's in the cart waiting to be purchased. <laughs> yes. And I mean, honestly, at this point, I just need a couple more clients to uh, to cover yeah. the cost, and uh, <laughs> and then I hit that buy button because uh, mm-hmm. that that new iPad Mini that's exactly the iPad Mini that I've been waiting for. Absolutely, that's what I, a right. lot of people are saying. Yep, oh for sure. Um, and then uh, let's talk a little bit about the Apple event that's coming on the. Monday, October 18th, before as we're recording this. Uh, a lot of rumor of, of it being Max, but some of the stuff that we talk about, you know, there there is mention of uh, potential of the AirPods uh, being, mm-hmm. being a releasing of the AirPods 3 during the event. You know, we've we've seen these rumors before, like in the last event, they, and, and they, some of them were right and some of them were wrong. And uh, so you don't know with this. So uh, because there was no appearance, like they say, in the, in the September event. So you would think, I think Apple is ready to, to do some updates mm-hmm. to the AirPods because that's a that's a big market for them. It's the more the lower priced market than the AirPods Pro. Um, so I would think that you're, we're going to see. I, I, I'm pretty pretty confident. I think we're going to see see that. Uh, well, mm-hmm. What do you think, Patrice? I mean, I've just been thinking, like, what device, like, what what devices or services has Apple not talked about so far this year? And I mean, there is there is a potential for something in the Apple TV Plus area to be announced. Um, HomePod, we haven't had much. Yeah. Um, supposedly, I think um, the like Siri on on third party devices is starting to ship now. I think Echo B just just released theirs. Yeah. So there, there is a potential for stuff that is not the Mac. Um, but yeah, AirPods are like audio devices in general. Like AirPods Pro, AirPods are probably on the list. It would. I don't know about the Pros. I I would think uh, probably the. Well, I mean, but, but, well, who knows? They might, surp- they might surprise years, us. So yeah, they might surprise and, us. Yeah. It has been almost two years. Like I think in, yeah, close to two years now. Yeah, so. I think twenty nineteen is when I bought mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so so there is potential for for iteration on them. Very much so. Very much so. So, uh, Jeff, what do you think? Anything AirPods? We, we are, we're pretty solid with that, and we got Max. I think it's going to be another. Def, I, I think I, that I that's, think it's a that's Mac a no-brainer. event. Yeah, um, AirPods. I, I give that uh, a possibility. Um, but not certain that mm-hmm. that we'll get new AirPods. Yeah. Um, but if we're, if we're looking at stuff that Apple hasn't talked about a lot this year, um, we also have AR and VR. Mm-hmm. True. So it's they true. could have something else coming for that. Yeah. And, uh, so- and if, the, if it was something that didn't need to have extra wires, well, unleashed uh, which which tells me that warren they've been listening to you so we're going to get a new version of air tag for dogs so that you can take your dogs yeah. out unleashed. there you go uh, i think they already have them um yeah no i i 
my prediction is it's going to be just maps, uh, Mac mm-hmm. two map yeah. maps. I don't think they're going to do anything else. I think hopefully there'll be a big enough um, change and design change to to fill the hour of of, of the keynote. So I think mm-hmm. that's what it's going to be. Um, and I'm, they yeah, blocked I'm out two forward. hours for the keynote. Well, they always do. Like they've always, always been doing it. Uh, that's is it an true. hour or yeah. two hours? Yeah. It's they, an hour. It's always two hours. Two hours? They've been no. using yeah, a lot I'm... of time on their keynotes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, two okay. hours, maybe. Maybe they'll put something else in there, but you know, we'll see. Um, um, you know, It really depends on how much of a redesign the Mac is going to be, because you could only talk about so much if it's just really a processor change. You know, mm-hmm. It's not going to be enough to really fill it up. Yeah, but I mean, I'm ready. I'm ready. Given all the chip shortages and so on, I think you're right. Like all the others, the other devices like HomePods and, and AirPods and so on, they can always. Do, I mean, they could do a November event. They've done that last year, or they could just wait until what is the usual time frame? April, um, like some in the spring. Yeah, yeah. April, yeah. May. Yeah. yeah. So, um, hopefully. Uh, Mac OS comes out um, mm-hmm. on Monday, and yeah, I, I uh, have a feeling it's going to be RC on Monday. Yeah, RC Monday, on Monday, yeah. and then the week after release candidate. Yeah, yeah. I was so. I was wondering if it's going to be RC this week because um, Tim has a habit of saying, "Oh, by the way, after this keynote, you can download the <laughs> yeah. version of available <laughs> tomorrow." Yeah, today. Yeah, that that would kind of suck if uh, if beta four. Or whatever beta we're on now, I've lost track for for uh, Monterey. Sixteen, I know. Ten, yeah. Ten we're, just came. If if it's way too much treating that as our yeah, tenth beta, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Apple Watch deliveries are, as we record this, have already been delivered in New Zealand and Australia, and and Warren will be getting his new Apple Watch uh, tomorrow. I think the rest of the panel has decided to hold, hold off uh, and mm-hmm. not to get it. Um, what what uh, what made what, what made you compelled to to upgrade uh, Warren to the Apple Watch Seven Series Seven? Um, I was getting well. I, I priced out the trade in for Apple, and they were going to give me two two ten for my Series Six aluminum, which pretty good i think and then yeah. I, and then somebody online said i'll give you 250 for it so i'm like okay i'll do that um yeah. so you know what am i looking at 100 and change almost 200 maybe for the new one um but, but the real answer is a uh, green it green color i knew it, I knew. it was just green it's green, green. <laughs> it's, green. I, it's just that's the color i like this is my case is green. My watch band yeah. is green. My app, my mini, I'm just green. I love it's, the forest green is actually my favorite color. So I got, I got the green one and, uh, I, I had to pick a god awful combination for the watch band because, you know, when people were ordering it, it was like, you know, it would say if you picked a, a green band of, uh, you know, it would be like, you know, just, you know, December delivery. But if you picked the god awful, Orange, an orange one you got. Whatever it was, it says you can have it tomorrow. So, uh, for tomorrow. So I, I picked that. So I'm going to go there and see if, uh, I've read stories about people going and say, can I switch this color out? Because they, mm-hmm. I think at one point they, they, um, at one point they were a whole unit and Apple couldn't really split mm-hmm. the watch band from the watch. People started complaining and then they kind of separated where you could kind of do that. So yeah, they, uh, they've been doing that for a couple of years now. I mean, yeah. also since they started like shipping more options and more different bands and so on. Yeah. Um, and yeah. having the whole design studio where you can even like, they yeah. can, like well, people were upset design. because they would go there and like, you know, they, yeah. they didn't like the band and they, you had to return the entire watch and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, if I could get myself maybe even something white, I would, you know, probably do that rather than what I have. But mm-hmm. if not, if anybody's looking for the marigold orange sports loop, just let me know. Um, <laughs> there may be one uh, extra one that's not fun on my watch. So, I mean, really, the, there is very subtle differences between the six and the seven. So that's why I decided I'm going to mm-hmm. stick with the six. I I didn't upgrade when I had the the these. Uh, the series, uh, the series, I, I, I didn't upgrade them when the series five came out. I had the four mm-hmm. and then went to the six. And so I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with this, the, the six for another, for another year. Save yeah, my pennies. Same. Yeah. And I mean, the size, Jeff, like, I'm sure, just, and Jeff, I'm sure the same way, right? 
You're not upgrading. If I can keep my battery in my Series 4 going for another year, then I'll get yeah. the Apple Watch 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would have done the same as Warren if, if I had to, like, to trade in as an option. But I also didn't like the colors. Like, I wanted pink or purple, and they don't have that, so it's like... Uh, a lot of people are complaining about the colors of the entry levels, that there's not really a good neutral color, um, which is kind of true. Um, but we'll see. I mean, there's some pictures already saying, you know, comparing the two, and it does look a little bigger. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'll appreciate a little bit more yeah. yep. real estate on my, on, my, on my wrist, I think. Okay. You know, since Apple dropped the silver color, which really surprised me, because that's your neutral color. What that tells me is people weren't really buying the silver as much as uh, as yep. we would have thought. Yep. I've never bought a silver Apple Watch, so. I bought sorry, no, I bought the first one. The first one because that was the only color, but Right. Yeah. The first no, you two I got that, uh, I got the black stainless color steel also. Yeah. I used to get the stainless steel as the first two models, and then I'm like, "This is stupid." Uh, I just upgrade these every year, and why am I paying double the amount for for this material at this point? So I'm just going with the bare aluminums at this point. There you go. All right. With the remaining moments we have left, I had a couple tips I wanted to talk about in iOS uh, 15. Uh, one of them I found interesting was being the ability to being able to drag apps from Spotlight to your home page, um, and it's uh, it's it, it, it it's pretty easy when you when you bring it up in Siri suggestions and then you do a spotlight search, it does result in just limiting to being able to open an app. But in iOS 15, it's also possible to drag an app directly from Spotlight and place it right onto your home screen, which means you no longer have to need to continually drag apps and app icons between the home screen pages to rearrange them. So, which is really cool. The other thing too is whenever you would, I mean, if you remember in the past with when you did a, uh, when you did a uh, spotlight search and the app was there and let's say you wanted to tap and hold it and maybe it's an app you couldn't find, you want to delete it. You can tap, hold the, hold the, the, the app and it actually brings up the, the menu and you can move it back to the home, you know, to, to, to the, uh, uh, to the app library, or you can delete the app right from, mm-hmm. from search. You weren't able to do that before. Um, so I, I thought that was a, a pretty nifty, uh, uh, a pretty a pretty nifty thing here. Other other tip I I had here, and I didn't I did not know you could do this until I found this out is the ability to being able to take a screenshot of your Apple CarPlay screen. I, I, I have not, not had not realized this before. A friend on Facebook had, had posted it, and um, uh, I thought that was really cool. Whenever you have your phone connected directly, iPhone directly to your uh, to, to CarPlay, and you do a screenshot, not only is it going to take a screenshot of the screen, it's also going to take a screenshot of your your CarPlay screen. Yeah. And and of course, uh, <clears throat> of those who who live in Europe and who drive on the right hand side of the road, the, I didn't know that I didn't know that I could not, not even thinking the fact, of course, that the Apple CarPlay is going to have the, the the bar that's usually on the left for, in the United States, and well, other other countries who drive on the right side, uh, the other side of the on road, that's what I call it, yeah. and on the left, that's right, we're we're on the right. Uh, uh, Right-hand drive is on the left side. That's, it. That's it. So they moved. They moved the buttons on the other side. So when you're sitting on the in that mm-hmm. on that right seat, you can get to those buttons much easier. So, mm-hmm. um, so a couple tips I, I wanted to throw out there this week, and we'll continue on with some tips with iOS 15 uh, as we find them. There's just so many. There's so many of them. Yep. Probably could do a whole show on them just alone here. Um, and, yeah. uh, and I'm, I'm sure you found a few, Patrice, of oh, of for others sure. that. Uh, like all the shortcut stuff and like focus modes and so on. Like I, I wish yeah. I wish it was better on the Mac. It's even on, on Monterey, yeah. not much better, but it's good. We're gonna get it. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, with that, we've uh, come to a close for another show for this week. And appreciate everybody being here. And uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, that's a wrap for this week. And. 
we are going to have you send your comments, questions, and suggestions to your to our email address, which is feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. We usually live stream the show here on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific um, on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash DaveG65, uh, where you also can uh, watch past streams and listen to all the episodes. You can subscribe in your favorite podcast including Apple Podcasts and many others, but better yet, just go to our website, intouchwithios.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Patrice, I'm so glad you got to come back to the show. We <laughs> just, just love having you on, and uh, please tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was a lot of, it's always a lot of fun, so I'm glad yeah. I could do this. Um, yeah, you can find me twice a week with um, with Jeff and at least in one show also with you, David, yeah. uh, on the British Tech Network. Uh, Thursdays on the Big Show and Fridays on the Mac Show. Um, tomorrow there will be a keynote poker, so that's a spe- special poker, thing. Poker, not bingo. <laughs> yeah, poker, not bingo, exactly. Um, that's a special thing we do before the keynote. Um, everything I'm doing, like all the social media links, and if you want to buy me coffee and all of that, like the projects I do, all of that, you can find on my website at thepatrice.com. And if you want to listen to people talk about food and food-related memories, for example, David's tour through like uh, Chicago's food scene, um, then you can head over to foodieflashback.com. Great. Thanks. And uh, Jeff, as always, love having you on the show and uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Well, as always, it's a blast. So thanks for having me back. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, jgamut, both places, youtube.com slash jgamut for my videos. Tuesdays, uh, Mac Voices Live, some Thursdays here with, with you and Warren. Uh, but also on the big show and then Fridays on the Mac show and uh, and then wherever else I end up because I end up a lot of places <laughs> and uh, Warren where can everybody find you I think they know but tell us uh, yeah here there um, in the basement in the basement in the basement <laughs> watching things on Facebook talking to uh, Mac to the Future group here and there um, you know, complaining about things here and there, but thanks, Jeff. Uh, thanks, Patrice. It was nice seeing you guys. Patrice, uh, enjoys our what do you got a day left vacation? Well, a couple days, like three okay. days. Monday, Monday, you have to be back. Oh. Enjoy the rest of the vacation, and um, it will do. it's good seeing you all. Yep, all right, and it's good that it was great to have you listen. I hope you enjoyed the show. We enjoyed doing it, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Mm-hmm.